and welcome to I'm Not Like You. I'm Not Like You is a podcast hosted by two great friends with very different perspectives on everything from relationships to our lifestyles to what we watch on TikTok. One thing we can't agree on though, our 40s are going to be about redefining what it means to live well in this space. Hey everyone, it's Eileen. Welcome back to I'm Not Like You. Today we're going to be talking about being liked and giving a F. Nice. Giving a fuck. Should I just say it? Yeah. <laughs> giving a fuck. Well, I should say it. And you want to know why is because I like to keep in touch with some 20 somethings to like make sure that I know like all of the things to say and not say because you can't be chuggy. And she told me that saying AF still is chuggy. So we should literally just say giving a fuck. All right. Giving a fuck. Bam. I'm um, being like to giving a fuck. So this is a very important, important topic. And in fact, as we were just hyping ourselves up for this podcast, which you should check out on our Instagram page because we find ourselves very entertaining and funny. We were talking about how, and you might as well, hopefully, we were talking about how today is the start of Leo season. I'm big into astrology. Esther rolls her eyes at my astrology, but but kind of into it, a little bit into it. Curious? It curious? depends on the day. Astrology okay. curious, yep. Astrology curious, I like it. Anyways, the beginning of Leo season and the advice given by Spirit Daughter, who's my favorite to follow on Instagram, is don't worry what others think, just have fun. And we were like, oh, well, this is the universe giving us a sign that this is a perfect podcast topic. And also it's a perfect time to be doing this podcast topic because in fact, it is Leo season and that's what you should be doing in Leo season. So everyone, don't worry what others think, just have fun. There we go, done. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's a wrap. That is a wrap. Well, also like, I have this joke with another friend, like, is it the universe or is it just the algorithm? <laughs> because something comes up on like Instagram and TikTok that I'm like, who's, who's trying to give me this message? Like, but there was another Instagram that I took a screenshot of to save for this episode, which was from We're Not Really Strangers, which said, which was a quote like on a New York City window that said, you're so in your head, you can't enjoy where you are. Mm. And I was like, I think that's also like a really good way to think about this topic because being liked, the notion of being liked really mostly exists for people in their head. And if you spend so much time in your head developing this narrative, perpetuating this narrative, then you can't actually enjoy the present moment because you're constantly focused on this story which a lot of times is a story, but I love this topic generally. I think that if I could ever give anyone advice on like one thing that I've learned at this point in my life, that's like a real game changer. It would definitely be to stop caring so much about what other people think of you. I, I personally have spent a lot of time on this topic because I was probably like in my twenties and definitely in my early thirties, like super consumed by trying to impress others, live up to other standards, chasing others' paths. Because I thought that that's like how you defined or how you found success. And it wasn't really probably until like my late 30s where I was like, this is bullshit. Like I'm, I'm totally consumed by this and had this moment of awareness and was like, what, what is it? And I think a lot of it actually came down to this idea of like really wanting to be liked by others and caring more about that than how I actually felt about myself. And I think making that shift was really powerful. So I'm excited to talk about this today. How do you think you made that shift? <laughs> 
Well, I, I, you just made that sound very easy. <laughs> but I imagine it is not. <laughs> well, so that's a very good question. And I, I put a lot of the major sort of like pivotal transformations I've had in my life down to therapy. Like I think that therapy is the number one greatest gift. I mean, I already said learning to care less about what people think is the greatest gift you can give to yourself, but therapy can definitely unlock the how-to on that for you. And so if you have access to it, by all means, and there's so many services that are out there now that are so affordable that hopefully a lot of our listeners do take advantage. And I think also like probably maybe others in our age range would agree, like when you turn 40, you, you sort of like probably just genuinely, generally care less. You get this like invisible permission slip, it almost feels like to care less. But I think that it, it's really mattered. And when you focus more, as I was saying, like the shift is really around caring most about how you feel about yourself and less about how others feel. It sort of is simple because you have less energy to focus on other people in that way. Does that make sense? Yes. I mean, it, it does. I don't, I don't know that I was given a permission slip when I turned 40. So <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay. Appreciate you, let us that. Know, you can let us know where the permission slips are handed out and maybe we can <laughs> and re- send listeners there. I definitely, I thought a lot about this when we decided that we were going to tackle this as one of the topics. And I sit somewhere between, I totally give a fuck about what people have to say. Yeah. Also at the same time, could not give two shits. And it's really split by topic. So it's not, to me, it wasn't like a switch that goes on and off when you're 40. Weirdly, one of the topics that I really care about is how I look and how people perceive how I look. I'm very vain. But that actually got worse when I turned 40 because I am like chasing looking the best that I've ever looked. You know, I we've talked about plastic surgery. So like I actually look better than I've ever looked. I was looking at old pictures this morning, like show a, a friend, me in high school. I'm like, oh my God, I think I look better today than I looked <laughs> in high school or in my 20s. But that's created this like I want everyone to think I look the best and I never want anyone to think that I look old or that I look 40. And Eileen and I, as we were, you know, chatting before we started recording the podcast, I told her that someone, a colleague had said to me that they didn't know my age and that they were to guess that I was in my early thirties and how it was like the best thing everyone had ever said to me. (laughs) Even though like Eileen, of course, had to point out, she couldn't let me have that moment that, that it wouldn't be possible because she met me 10 years ago and how could I have been in my 20s? Was that nagging? Did I neg you? If you have this nagging episode, please do because I'm not making that up. But I think I nagged you. I apologize but for nagging you. I think you did. But I definitely care so much about vanity and I will I will point to my beauty queen, Kim Kardashian. She said in Allure this month, her quote, the exact quote was, I care. I really genuinely care about looking good. I probably care more than 90% of the people on this planet. She then also went on to say that if someone told her eating poop would make her look young, she would eat poop every single day. Like that is exactly <laughs> what she said. And I was like, uh, sign me up. Whoever get the permission slips on the poop. <laughs> but there is that that thing for me when I turn 40 that like I'm constantly chasing looking my best, my outfits, the grays in my hair cannot show, my nails have to be perfect. And it's like those little details that make me feel really wrapped up and the way I want to present myself to the world. And I would say another topic that 
plays really well with that. And also is something I care so much about, which is gross, is it's like material things. Mm. And that's not something that like, you know, you most people would openly admit, but like we're here to be honest. Yeah. Like I there is that feeling, I think, so opposite of your 40s permission slip, but in my 40s of like the keeping up with the Joneses, I have achieved this and therefore I have this. And those two things, I, I actually think materialistic behavior is attached in some way to vanity to yeah. me. But I really, really care about those two things. Well, and I think we're similar in that way, right? I mean, the amount of like outfits and bags and shoes we send each other on a daily basis is a little out of control. But for me, I think actually I was very similar pre-pandemic in that like I would never go out of the house without a manicure. I would never go out of the house with the gray hair. I would never go out of the house and like half the shit that I'll wear now. And I like just, I mean, everybody had to care less in that period. And some of that stuff I've still kept with me. Like I very rarely get manicures anymore, which like living in New York City, if you were running around with a manicure, like are you allowed to do that? Like, is that- <laughs> I think mean, there's like a somewhat special kind of police that tickets you on the street immediately. Yeah, like, and I think this is where I waver. Like, I, I'm either super obsessive or I go through these periods where I'm just like, no, this is me and I'm like cool with it. And I think probably that's what I'm saying. That aspect I'm tra- probably trying to get more comfortable with. And like on the material stuff, I go through phases where I'm like, buy everything and my closet is ridiculous. When I moved from LA to Austin, I sold like, two thirds of what I owned. I was like, nope, don't want to be material anymore. Just want to invest in myself and experiences. And I actually do think that I've spent a lot more time recently investing in like travel and like, I just did my yoga teacher certification. So I am trying to move more away from material obsession, but I, I can agree with you there that it does sort of like symbolize this idea of like making it. But I, I think that that's something we should challenge ourselves on. I, I do agree with that. And then I will tell you two of the topics that I could care less about what people think of me. The first is parenting. Mm. As a mom, there's a lot of judgment from other moms and I literally don't give a fuck. Like there, there's no topic I could give less fucks about. I am the best mom I could be. My children are happy. They are delicious. They are gorgeous. <laughs> and if I can't live up to someone else's standards because I didn't spray paint my kid's hair pink for 80s day, I can't like <laughs> throw by. I could care less. And that topic to me is just off limits. I don't, there's yeah. no, I never have mom guilt. I never, I, in fact, like all the opposite for all the reasons that people shame me. You know, one time someone wrote on, my, had the balls to write on my Facebook page. It was years ago. I just had Sienna. And it was me at a work event. I was working in publishing. I'm sure it was some glitzy, gorgeous event. And somebody wrote, who watches your child when you are always away? And I'm like, I... My mouth is like, right now. (laughs) And like, I don't give a fuck. For real. Like the topic of this podcast, like that's about offend me at all. I, I don't care. You have no idea what goes on in my home. So anyway, that's number one. And number two, this one is so... This one also makes me just laugh is the way that sometimes women are perceived in business there, I can tell you how many times people have told me that others are scared of me. Like that is a literal word. These people are scared of you. I could, first of all, I could care less if someone is scared of me because it's your shit, not mine. (laughs) Right. It makes me think about who they are. It doesn't make me feel some kind of way about myself. When you first see me, so you're judging me right away that you've decided you're scared of me. But first of all, I'm (laughs) 4'11". 
And I literally laugh all day. So immediate, just looking at me and my gorgeous smiling veneers. It's a very welcoming <laughs> little package of smiles. And at work, <laughs> what do you want from me? Look at these beautiful teeth. Like I give you all the smiles and laughs in the world. Like you're scared of me. And I'm, you could throw me. I'm, I'm four foot 11. Like who are you scared of? But number two, like, if you're scared of the fact that I'm decisive, if you're scared of the fact that I have some kind of position of power because I'm an executive, if you are scared of the fact that I'm smart, fuck off. I don't care. That makes me feel nothing about myself. It makes me think only about you as the person who is making some kind of judgment of me. So all that to say, there are some topics where like, I care so much about what people think of me. And there are other topics where I'm like, I. I care not at all. Yeah. And I think that that's probably a commonality that a lot of people are like, oh, okay, that makes sense to me. I mean, it definitely makes sense to me hearing you say it. And I think the opportunity here is really to challenge where we do care. Is it real? Like, should we care? care too much? Maybe not where we care. Cause I do think everyone should care a little of bit. Of course, a little bit. So maybe not challenge where we care, but where we care too much. And we should be honest with ourselves when we're thinking about that. And what are the topics that we know, we know we, we're spending too much energy caring about what others think. And Eileen, I, since you have mastered, or I won't say master because everyone has room to grow on this topic of caring about what other people think. But since you've made some progress in this area, share with us some more words of wisdom or how to get to a better place. You know, it, as you're saying that, I'm thinking to myself, what really matters the most is making sure that what people like you for, or caring about what people like you for, is what you want to be liked for. Like, how do you want to show up? How do you want to be known? How, like, there's that saying, right? People won't remember what you said to them. People w- will remember how you made them feel. Right. And like, yeah. that's the kind of shit you want to be liked for. It's not because you have the latest Bottega bag. It's not because your veneers look so lovely and you made them. They really do though. <laughs> they really do though. <laughs> it's it's how you make people feel. And I think if we spent more time focusing on that, like the world would be a better place. So there's the yellow <laughs> perspective, but I think that's it. I think it's being super clear about why you care if you're liked or if you fit in. Thinking about what's the worst that can happen if someone doesn't like you, because a lot of times the fear of what it might be is a lot worse than what actually can happen if someone dislikes you. And then, you know, spend some time thinking about what you really like about yourself and intentionally focus more of your energy and more of your relationships on those aspects, like come to it from a place of abundance and not from a place of scarcity. So that's what we got. I love that. And that's a lot of, not in those words, but that's a lot of what I know I tell my daughter. Mm. So sometimes we also have to take the advice we give our children and give it to our grown selves. I love that. Me and my, one of my best friends always say like, talk to yourself like you would talk to me. I love that. Which is a good kind of another good example. But so there you go. Two perspectives. One from the girl who got permission slip to care less about what people think. And one from the girl who's still looking for that permission slip. Send me daddy. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next Friday with another 15 minutes on up-leveling life and relationships in ways that are anything but what they tell us it should be in our 40s. See you then.